This week on the Bamfcast. Sometimes you really should polish your chrome just a little bit more. One star. We're in. Yeah. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey! Bamfcast. Episode 403. Man. Nintendo. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year's Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, a good one five jocks, and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Indeed. <laughs> However, there are bad bad movies. It doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags isn't giant bags of trash in which they belong. Right. Garbage. Just, uh-huh. Throw them out with the rest of your Toss yeah. them in the junk. Yes. So, So this week we uh, we decided to get several bits of the band back together and try to recapture some past magic. Mm. Yeah. Because um, we watched 1992's Chrome Soldiers. Right. Yeah. Um, reason being <laughs> is it's got Gary Busey. Yeah. It's got Yafit Kato. Yeah. Yafit. Um, <laughs> and, and it's from the it's a it's a TV movie. However, directed by the same director of the TV movie was it Rolling Vengeance? Is that what it's called? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. He directed No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. No Hulk Holds Hogan Barred. as Rip. Well, what was the other TV movie? Oh, the USA thing. We were talking about not Wheels involved. of Terror. Wheels of Terror. Fucking, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, we were hoping. I just fucked to that replicate. All, all right, the joy of. But Wheels he's a podcast alone. I thought you were saying that no, this no, guy no. also did that movie. No, same no. network. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> the loosest of threads, <laughs> the most tenuous thread possible. It, uh, it, they both aired on the yeah. USA. Network. I was hoping maybe the network, the People guy put who, on TVs. who greenlit that one, said make another one of them. Sure, and they didn't. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, let, let's read a plot summary. That's what we usually do right here, sure. and then uh, we'll explain more why we thought that we might have some hope here. Okay, five ex-soldiers go to a small town in Oregon to help a friend investigate the murder of his brother. Yeah, now see, that plot description sounds like something we would like. It sure does. That doesn't really happen in this. <laughs> yeah. There are hints of it happening in this. Sure. But it's all really stretched out and... Yeah, TV movie-esque. I mean, all right, so... There's a lot of traveling. Mm. I mean, we'll, we'll start at the beginning. The movie starts, it's and we're start. basically... Uh, we watch this said brother of Gary Busey. Um, runs a... Like a drive-up boat marina? Yeah, I mean, marina being the loosest of terms. It's basically a gas pump and one dock and... And they, he fixes your boat, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, like, he's usually tinkering in a, in a shed, so, like, just just a... This, this movie introduces you how much it's going to pad time right from the very beginning, because... Mm-hmm. I love a good pad, pad time. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a... His phone starts ringing in, like, the actual proper office of this place, but he's out in, like, the workshop, yeah. which just has, you know, it's connected up... Like, if you can connect up an alarm bell to make, you know, to ring with your phone, you can also hook up a fucking phone, Yeah, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, yes. so, You're running 600 feet of cable anyway. Well, he's hobbling 600 feet because, like, this, this bell goes off and this dude's got a limp from the war. Yes, he was and, in the war. And, you know, we sit here and watch him hobble to this to basically get a crank call like nobody's there. And yeah, that's right. sim- simultaneous to this, like two kids pull up on bikes. And I mean, immediately your brain is like, oh, so their third friend is prank calling them and they're going to steal his fucking motorcycle because it's sitting on the dock. Yes. And that's immediately where your brain goes. But it's not. It's his kids. Yeah. And they come in and go like, when's Uncle Gary Busey coming? I don't remember his name. Jim. 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 Uncle Jim, Jim. Gordon. Jim Gordon. Yes. From, from <laughs> Gotham. Yes. Um, 
he's coming and they're like, when is it in a day or two? You know him. He's uh, like, you know him. He's, he's going to take forever. He's, he's not going to call. He's just going to show up one right. day. So just be patient. <laughs> yeah. And that's really the extent of that. Like, kids fuck off and aren't seen for a while. That Apparently they, go, they go somewhere safe because right, they go to prepare for yeah. abuse. He, he gets a call from his wife who, again, is like, when's Jim coming? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Just <laughs> he just shows up. I got to you know go. how he is. I got to go. There's uh, some customers coming here yeah. and two shady dudes are rolling up in a boat. And he's immediately like, oh, these fucking guys. And well, he loads his gun. He does. He cocks his gun and like has it at the ready. And he's just like, oh, I, I recognize these slime balls, but I'm going to put the gun down. Yeah, there's only 17 people in this yeah. town. So he's just like, oh, yeah, it's these assholes. Yeah. Uh, one of them has the most amazing hair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if you know what the word amazing means. But... He's got that that Nicolas Cage meme hair of my hair is a bird. Your argument <laughs> <Yes>. is invalid. <laughs> what he's got going on there true um but they are just like hey we're back and we're going to kind of menace you for yeah. some reason because good luck figuring out what the plot of this movie is for about 50 to 60 minutes, minutes hour yeah. and 15 minutes yeah <laughs> um so they just kind of come out and we're like hey you said you fixed this engine it still sounds like it's missing something oh well, let me take a listen yeah and they conk his head into the engine compartment of this boat <laughs> they do basically more or less beat him to death or he's seriously unconscious yeah they drag his basically lifeless corpse back up on the on the dock turn on both gas pumps full bore douse the place and him and, and gasoline drive off and flare gun the water to make this place explode while yeah, smiling and laughing the whole time. Yeah, oh, like, oh this is gonna be fucking awesome yeah. here it comes here it comes ah there it is it's, yeah. a, it's a gleeful murder it yes is. it is yeah. they're very excited and not a very good explosion and it uh, started out like it might I was like, yeah, that's the whole fucking thing's gonna go up. There's fucking gasoline everywhere. Yeah. No, it was yeah. it, it not framed well, not no. a not yeah. a big old gasoline fireball. Mm. I mean it's an alright explosion just for a TV movie, yeah. but it's uh, yeah. I've seen better. It's sure. a two out of five. Okay. <laughs> I I agree with that. Yeah. All right. All right. It's a solid assessment. Yes. Okay. Um so then they just drive off and we still have no idea what is going on or why the, why these two assholes just did this. Um Cut to Gary Busey suiting up in his motorcycle leathers. That, that was actually before. Oh, was that, that, before that was, oh, that was, was under already, the opening yeah, credits. The opening he was credits. on his way. Yeah, yeah, he was already on his yeah, bike. Yeah, he was already taking forever yeah. to get there. Yeah, but a long suiting up sequence of zipping everything up, and he's got, he's got a <laughs> yeah. chrome soldier's. They, they, he has a custom chrome soldier's jacket. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a bunch of Desert Storm imagery, Yep. which for a while makes you think this movie is about dudes from Desert Storm. Right. No. But... It takes an hour for them to explain that's not the case. Basically, yeah. Uh, they were all from the Nam. Yeah, they were in the Nam together. Yeah, I mean, and Gary Busey was in Desert Storm, apparently. Yeah, yeah, because he's Let, still in. I was gonna say, he, let's he'd never. Let's just left. recap the rest of this movie in a more concise way that it does, because it's fine by me. Five dudes, all were in Nam. Two of them were brothers. Mm -hmm. You know, or was it six? Because there's five. No, there's five dudes that that were still alive. So yeah, six true, dudes. Yeah. Six dudes were in Nam. Well, mm -hmm. two of them were brothers, Gary Busey and and Limpy, who just got torched. Stony. 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 Well, whatever. Stony. Stony, Stony. who got torched. Torchy. Stony got torchy, who just got limp. <laughs> um, he's lit. <laughs> and Lou Alcinder. Basically, they were they were totally in the shit. They were they were absolutely. And in everyone the shit. else basically got home and was like, "Fuck this! We're all doing our own thing." But the shit sucks. We're out. And we also find out that this motorcycle gang club whatever that was basically like they're the chrome soldiers yeah soldiers, it, it was basically will. like they're you know service dogs yes like that they, they got harleys and formed a little gang and that was the way they coped with coming back it's home. A club not a gang sure right whatever 
And they did that for about a week and why? a half. Why? Because they're white? <laughs> Except for Yeffen? <laughs> Don't ever call bikers a gang. Okay. They'll get mad at you. They'll tell you it's a club. club. Fine. Whatever. A um, motorcycle club. So uh, that's that's basically the gist of it. Oh, and Gary Busey was like the only one who was like, nah, man, I need some more war. So yeah. I'm going to keep re-upping for approximately 20 years until mm-hmm. I can get the Desert Storm, I guess. Yeah, he's in the Air Force. Yeah, which is another weird, like, how'd you see the shit? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just flew over the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of caused the shit for the people on the ground, but whatever. This, this movie's not big on detail. It's not. Even though it has a hell of a lot of time to give you detail. It sure does. It just yeah. doesn't bother to do it. But that's what the movie is going to take a while to get to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so Gary Busey arrives, goes right to the shop. Of course, it's all cinders. Mm-hmm. And still smoldering. Still smoldering. Mm-hmm. And it's got police tape around it, though, like caution, keep out. And he doesn't pay any attention to that. Just walks wow. over, you know. Digs around for a bit, sees his jacket with his medals on it. Um, sees, sees, his bike. A, sees a picture. Sees, <laughs> sees that. Yeah, sees the charred bike. Yeah, and then kind of notices that there's a chalk outline. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. a yellow chalk outline. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and he's like oh. suspicious much. <laughs> <laughs> and so like he's like, oh no. And do the do the cops show up and kind of harangue him here? No, or? they just bring him back to the uh, the precinct because like a cop shows up and it's like, hey man, you're oh, back, yeah. huh? And then this is when we're introduced to the sheriff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, William Atherton. Yeah. yeah. The 80s bad guy, bad guys. Right. Yep. Maybe they'll turn it on its ear and he'll be a good guy. No. Nope. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Nope. Oh, nah. it's, it's William Atherton. Uh-huh. Name me a movie where William Atherton is not the asshole. Bad I want to say I have seen something with him somewhat recently where he never bad guyed out. And it was quite refreshing. Was he the bad guy in Real Genius, too? I just yes. saw that. Yes, uh, he, was. he was. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. You know, for the longest time, I didn't put him together that he, he was Walter Peck and the guy from Die Hard. Like, because yep. he just looks just different enough in those few years. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. But they, they just kind of show up and are like, you know, hey, real sorry for your loss and everything. Like, <laughs> they are. And, Truly sorry for your loss. <laughs> you know, good, good job with the soldiering guy. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah. can go home now. So he comes back home, sees the widow his sister-in-law and basically they're like we have some bad news and he's like yeah i know i gotta make a few phone calls calls yafikado and is basically like hey man i got some bad news yeah this begins the 20 minutes of <laughs> of, of everyone calling everyone else and... to let them know yeah, the worst that stoney has died yeah, yeah. And, and and every single conversation starts the same because like he calls yafikado and he's like hey man long time no see it's so hey. good to see you. he's like yeah great no Look, I have some bad news. Oh, uh-huh. and it's just like, and then he's like, you know, I, I'm here. I'm just letting you know. I figured you'd want to know. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. Bye. Yeah. It hangs up. And then Yavit calls another guy. And that guy's like, hey, long hey! time. Well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I got some, so basically, yeah. there's like every single guy down the line is like, hey, no, no, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. And so, there's one guy who goes, is there anything I can do? Yeah. And I just imagine Yavit going, yeah, you can call these five guys <laughs> and tell them tell that Stoney's dead. Five more guys. Yeah. Just tell and them then to you go yeah, down the phone yeah, tree. You get them to find five more guys mm-hmm. they can call. Just and those guys. five guys will call five more guys. Yeah. And three levels will have the entire mm-hmm. world phone yeah. call. It's, but it's multi-level morning. Yeah. So the other th- <laughs> nice. <laughs> the other three guys are Ray Sharkey, who's been in a million things. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who has money. And another guy who is he, a he's a lawyer, but he's he also, a lawyer, he's but also, he does stock yeah, things. Yeah. He knows how to work a computer and do day yeah. trading. And another guy who we see on a horse. And that is the most personality that guy gets for the rest of the film. 
mm-hmm. I was firmly convinced that that dude and the lawyer, at the very least, were going to be dead before the movie was over. Yep. Because they were so completely nothing. But no. I was hoping for everyone but Yafet and Gary to be dead. Yes. And, and then, then they, they would, would fucking rage right. murder everyone yeah. and t- just blow up the town. Yeah. But no. Not so, in the budget. <laughs> again, long, you know, phone tag game of mm-hmm. guys dead. Yep. Um, then we get to the actual funeral. funeral. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Funeral. Yeah. So they're sitting there and, you know, Busey and Yafet are there. No, no, Yafit Yafit there. shows up with everyone yeah. else. Yeah, oh, really? Busey okay. sitting there is, with, the, with the widow, and this uh, is our second movie with a Yafit graveyard entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's right. Nowhere near as good as the no, first one. <laughs> nothing will ever top <laughs> Truck Turner ever. No, it won't ever. No, that for was funeral the, entrances. That was the most joyous occasion. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, that is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Yeah, it's fucking like, great. Like up there, like amongst. Everything I've ever watched <laughs> is Yafit Kato showing up in Truck Turner to the pimp funeral. Yeah, because it just kept escalating. We were just like, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. guess what? This is no Truck Turner. No, they just all roll up on bikes and it, a, as like interrupt the, the funeral. Yeah. As like the, the preacher is wrapping up. It's like, all right, let's say oh, the no, thing yeah, we say at the end. He's doing Psalm 23. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, and they're just run, 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 run. And Busey's <laughs> like, hey, keep going, man. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's bikers. Hey, come here. Just talk over it. Yeah. Just, just raise your voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then it's just group hugs and, and, and run, hey, it's awake man. and yeah. Mm-hmm. And that goes on for fucking ever. It's just now we're back at mm-hmm. the widow's house and yeah. And that's where we're, we're introduced to a few other people around yeah. the town and the sheriffs are there again. He's just like, yeah. Hey, just wanted to show up and say, sorry for your loss. <laughs> we're, we're introduced to Mayflower, the banker in the town who took over for his dad, but yeah. he's kind of a shit. Yeah. Looks like a young Paul of Tompkins. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> he's just a dopey doughy dude. Yeah. And you know, he's talking to the widow and, and Busey's like, Hey, who's that? And they're like, that's the banker. He runs the bank. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, all right. <laughs> so yeah, I got to go but, talk to him. Well, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah. But she does not hide her disdain for him no. at all. No. It's like that guy does things with money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's one high fluting money people. Yeah. Man. So then, and then making a living. Um, what's her face? The lady that Yoffit left. Susan? No, Busey. Or Busey, I'm sorry. Yafit didn't leave yeah. anybody. Right. Yafit's not like that. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Just said wrong name. Yeah. Um, Busey's first love. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like she gives him shit because like he shipped out to, for Desert Storm without telling her. No. Nom. <laughs> was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. I don't know. They Whatever. all le- they all went to Nom and then never came back. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Because she's like, I was your first love. And he was like, yeah, but I had more order- my orders. And she's like, yeah, but we were in love. And he's like, yeah, but the government. And she's like, you don't understand. We were in love. And he's like, yeah, no. Can I hug you? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I put my yeah. tender arms around you? I, May I, I say, give you like, a hug? Like throughout, Busey is doing like a, a, like almost like a walk-in-esque pay, like, paste speech thing. Yeah. And it's, I can never tell controlled. if it's him like trying to remember his lines between sentences. Yeah. Or if he's just doing something and they're just not editing around it well, but he grins a lot before he ever starts talking. Yeah. And then even when he does, it's just like it's like he's speaking phonetically. It's <laughs> strange. Yeah, it, it, it's it's odd. Yeah. But, but you notice it most during these scenes. Later on, it doesn't matter because he doesn't really say much throughout the movie. No, you can just go ahead and say right now, this is not the Busey you want. 
No. It never it, barely close. There's, there's, there's a line a read moments, or two. But there's a couple moments near the end. Yeah. When he gets Oh, sure. When fights. he Busey's out. Yeah. yeah. When you're like, all right, there's the Busey <laughs> we're looking for. Yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, he's just very sedate yeah. almost. So, Which I mean, surprisingly is what the character calls for. Yeah. But it's just usually you would think, well, Busey's just going to say fuck that mm-hmm. and be crazy, man. Yep. But this from here, their lives are basically being harassed by the cops yeah at all times because they go to the bigfoot bar that night to drink Mm -hmm. their sorrows away and harass the waitress they don't really harass the waitress one guy harasses the waitress there's some ass grabbing oh he did oh Oh, yeah yeah. i missed i missed the ass grab okay that's harassing sorry i didn't realize that the one dude did that yeah yeah but everyone else is like hey she remember she reminds us of that time we went to lake okeechobee you remember that and they're all like well they're like the other four are taking trips down memory lane and Busey's just clutching a pool cue (laughs) yes and just like not saying a thing. He's just like mm-hmm. death grip this pool cue. Yeah. And then eventually, like after they're like, hey, remember that time? And we did this. No, oh, that was great times. And then he's finally like, you know, when I re-upped to, <laughs> to stay in the Air Force, Stoney was the only one who said I shouldn't do it. And he said, if you do that, I'm going to be the one that buries you. And it turns out I'm the one that buried him. And they're all like, and they're like, yeah, well, like yeah, man. yeah, that's a uh, that's what happened. It's all right. deep, man. Way to bring his way to bring the conversation back down. Yeah. And then they're like, let's drink more. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yay. Well, the waitress comes back over and um, they're talking to her. And that's when. So we've, we've, we've been introduced to the deputy. Yeah. There, there was a scene in the sheriff's office where uh, William Atherton is talking to his deputy, who's like this weird. Deputy Ralph Johnson. Ralph, Ralph Johnson is hey, the deputy's name. Sheriff, this is Ralph Johnson. <laughs> yes. Like, like there's yeah. two deputies in this place. And every time he gets on <laughs> right. the CB, he's like, Sheriff, this is De- Ralph Johnson. Like, yeah. He always introduces himself. Well, the other like he's a Stephen Ralph King too, character. Sure. He just says his full name. Mm-hmm. But he is a weird mix of like a Sam Rockwell character and a James Franco character with a little Val Kilmer in there. He's. He's an odd guy. Mm-hmm. And like in the first when you're introduced to him, you just see him like fingering his gun. Mm-hmm. And William Atherton's like, would you caressing? St- I yeah. Would say. He's like, would you stop doing that? And he's yeah. just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Inside the precinct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he rolls up outside this bar mm-hmm. and then a truck full of yahoos. Pulls well, he's up next yeah, he's to just him. sitting there and he's like looking at the bikes. Yeah. And then we see the, the two yahoos and a bunch of other guys from the beginning of the right. movie. And, and he's just like. All right, don't cause a lot of trouble, but just get in there and take care of business. Just don't hurt anybody too bad. Yeah, and they just kind of evil so, smile at him, and so they walk in, and the guy with the hair is just like, well, like they're they're just at this point they're just just talking to the waitress. There's yeah. there's something like, and I'm not trying to be mean. She's not a particularly attractive lady. She's you know? an older barman. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying like, and they're saying something like, oh, I've told like you know never mess with the prettiest girl in town or something like that. And she's like, that's good advice, and turns around to like go back to do her job. Yeah. and these guys just walk up like. Lady said no. Punch. <laughs> Basically, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and then the rest of them are like, "What?" And then they all get jumped and all get the fuck beat out of them. It's a Donnie yep. Brook, yeah, mm-hmm. but only a one-sided Donnie Brook because, like, as close yeah. as it gets to really fighting back is when Busey and nameless other guy who's in their gang—I don't know who he is, which which other white guy it is that, <laughs> that gets thrown behind the bar with Busey—they get up and is like, "Man, we suck. Let's try this again." And they get up to start to go fight, and then the deputy comes in. And just fires off like four rounds into the into ceiling. The ceiling. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's That's like, responsible. Yeah. And he's just like, stop all this shit. Y- you damn bikers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to hear anything about who started. Yeah, it. We got a quiet town and it's always you bikers. And yeah. yeah I don't it's care. always you bikers. Yeah. <laughs> You're always coming so here for your brother's funeral. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they're all just like, yes, sir. And then like the, the waitress is like, well, who's going to pay for this damage? 
Or who's going to pay this yeah. bar, bar tab? And the lawyer guy <laughs> reaches in his wallet and just pulls out 100 and goes, here, keep the change. Well, the yeah. first guy just snatches the tab out of her hands yeah. and walks away. Oh, Busey snatches it. Is, just like, Busey? We got yeah. this and just <laughs> grabs mm-hmm. it and walks away. He's like, that's not how tabs work, sir. <laughs> no. Yeah. But the <laughs> other guy he pulls out the 100, hands yeah. it to her. He's like, keep the change. And the sheriff goes, I don't want to know where you got that. Yeah. He goes, you wouldn't understand if I told you anyway. Yeah. He just real casually and real nerdy, like just, yeah. ah, you wouldn't understand anyway. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. that's something. Th- good job, movie. Now, yeah. like during all of this, you see the sheriff like lurking in the shadows behind the bar, mm-hmm. watching all this happen. And all the all the bikers leave. And then the deputy walks over to the sheriff and the sheriff's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're going to blow the whole plan. And yeah. you're like. Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> what fucking plan. Yeah. Well, yep. Get ready to not know for a while. Longer. Because like the deputy's like, oh, I, I thought we'd run him out of town. And, and he never actually comes out and says it. But the sheriff should be like, you just motivated them to stay here and figure everything out. You yeah. stupid fucking idiot. Yeah. They would have been on the road tomorrow, but you enticed them figured, to stay. Yeah, they figured that his brother's death was an accident yeah. somehow. And mm-hmm. oh, man, funeral's over. Time yeah. to head home. Pretty much. And but then no. they go to the bank. Yeah, and he has the scene with the bank, and it's basically like, he, you owe three times as much as your house is worth. Yeah, you and know. the insurance is 300% less than what the damage is. And Busey's like, how the hell did you let this happen, banker man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just like, look, my dad, he did a lot of things, and he's dead now, so I don't know. I'm just trying to help. I inherited all these yeah, problems. Yeah, so I'm just doing what I can. Mm-hmm. And then it, it this there's a weird explosion of exposition in this scene, because... He's just like, well, we should talk to Tom first about this before you sign anything. And the beggar's like, who's Tom? And then Busey launches into, Tom's my lawyer. We were in NOM together. All of us were in NOM together. We did things, and then we came back, and everyone went their separate ways. And I stayed in, and I reenlisted, and I did things. I'm Gary Busey. And the beggar's like, all right, then. (laughs) A simple no would have sufficed. That's all right. See you around, guy. (laughs) However, while this is happening... All the bikers are waking up the next morning at the hotel. Oh man! And yeah. everyone and, but Busey. Yep. Yeah, because he's banking. And shitty and <laughs> shitty cop is uh, just sitting outside in his truck, just waiting for them to come out. So as soon as they come out, they're hanging around talking around their bikes, and he has to get out of the car and tell them. Ah, he's like, oh, finally, you bikers are yeah. leaving. You guys sleeping all day? Oh, y'all are leaving. Yeah, you, you fucking loud bikers, you mm-hmm. jerks! And they're eventually like fuck you said was yeah. and then just kind of like surround him and gently push him back into his deputy car mm-hmm. to, the whole time he's like hey what hi what, sir no please yeah. <laughs> he, he turns real meek real quick yeah because he's just like give me a reason and then they're like okay and they come at him and yeah. he's just like oh wait no sir yeah. I- <laughs> and they push him up against the truck and then they're like why don't you get out of here and he gets in the car and he sits down and he well, just no, before starts- that they do this weird thing like one of them takes his hat off yep and then, like, gently puts, puts it back, it back on, on his hat and, like, taps it down <laughs> yeah. onto his head. Yeah. It's firm. And then another person, walk, another one of them, t- takes, walks up, takes the hat off, and just drops it on the ground. Yeah. Like, like, ah, oh, sick what burn, are you gonna son. Do? Yeah. <laughs> I dropped your hat. And then After he, he put it back on your head. <laughs> then he gets in the truck. Yeah. They, they fire up the bikes and drive off. And he's just so pouty. He's yeah. just sitting there oh. like... I don't like bikers. Yeah. They're jerks. Like, stupid bikers yeah. and they're loud yeah. noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tur- turn those bikes down. 
They're loud. I don't like them. I can feel it. My, my mom chest. says you have to respect me because of my badge. I'm Ralph Johnson. <laughs> I'm Deputy Ralph Johnson. Mom says you have to I call mean, me Deputy Dewey yeah. when I wear the uniform. Yeah. I may be impotent, but I own a gun. <laughs> so, so Busey goes back to the house and they're looking for papers. And he's like, "All oh, the papers aren't here because they open a box. And he's like, His service revolver is not in here. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. So. He's like, I, I better go check out the, the burn site. <laughs> so he goes down to the burn site again and is just poking around. And of course, the deputy follows him over there. And we get like a 10 minute montage of them driving to yeah. this. Yeah. Because this. this is this is BC goes by himself. Yes. And then like he's poking around for pokes oh. around. Like what? What does he find the first time? Is he just no, he doesn't. No, even that's when he the, first got there. He poked around yeah. the second time. Everybody goes. Is it the second I thought, time? I thought because yeah. I thought he kept going oh, back right. and no, back. No, th- they all they all convoy over there because yeah, that's what it is. Time. Okay, because yeah, we see them go under the bridge and mm-hmm. they do stunts through wherever yeah, the fuck they are. It takes forty five yeah. fucking yeah. minutes. Yeah. And I appreciate during that there's a stunt where one of the guys pops a wheelie mm-hmm. on, on like a Harley. On like a Harley. Yeah, yeah. but the way they're filming it <laughs> is like through a row of parked cars. Yeah, it's so on the other side of the parking part of it, and then it's like you see the bike come down, and then you see the guy pop it again because somebody's probably like. All the cars run away. Yeah. Do it again. Got it. And there's there's one point where they drive by the deputy, which is when, you know, he's like, I'm on this, where he just sees him and he's just like, rich biker jerks <laughs> <laughs> and follows him out to the to the burn site. Yeah. yeah. And they, they have a few minutes because the deputy calls back to the sheriff again, announcing himself in, with full name because he does this every time he's on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here. can they do they see you? No. OK, we'll just sit there until I get there. Right. So mm-hmm. they have some time to poke around. It's funny because he says, I'll be there in a minute. Which yeah. is like, we would just watch them drive for like 45 minutes to get to this <laughs> mm-hmm. place. But okay. Because then we started joking that the police station was right next to where yeah, they, they, they actually could see it. And everything. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we watched your friend burn. Sorry about that. We couldn't get there in time. I had coffee in my But, head. you know, PC like takes him on a tour of things he found last time. He's like, oh, here's a jacket with his medals and there's a purple heart and everything. And oh, look, well, there's a bike over there. And here's this picture. Yeah. And they're like, but his safe's got to be here somewhere and yeah. see if you can find a service revolver. Yeah. Which they go and just open up a drawer and they're like, here it is. Yeah. It's oh. like it's cocked and loaded. He's he was ready for yeah, war. You, you don't put a gun like this unless you're ready to use yeah. it. And like, look, yeah, Yafet uses his future homicide life on the street skills to, mm. to work here <laughs> and starts piecing things together. And then they're just like, where's the safe? We got to find the safe. It's got papers in it. They and find they, the safe. they find the safe. And it's just like Ray Sharkey's like, I'm a gangster. I got this. And just goes over and starts clicking around numbers like eight. Eight's the first number. And it's 19. 19 is the next number. And then Busey's like eight, 19, 1941, 48. Mm. That's his birthday. It was one also 23. I don't know why I remember this shit. (laughs) I remembered it too. I I say. But yeah, so they open the safe and immediately are just like drugs. And by drugs, I mean some marijuana. And they're just like, (laughs) oh, my God, look at the drugs. It's like a gallon of marijuana. marijuana. Yeah, but it's all loose. It's like not even. It's not not vacuum sealed or anything. It's just in a bag. (laughs) And they keep calling it dope. Yeah, they do. A kilo of dope. Yep. Yep. But man, he shoves it to one guy's like, save. Well, this. they see the cops coming and they're like, oh, look, we have company. And he's like, yeah, rather than just throw it back in the safe. He's like, here, hide this. And yeah. he does uh, stuff it up underneath mm-hmm. his motorcycle jacket. And- yeah. Which was- I thought at this point was like, oh, somebody's going to get busted for drugs or mm-hmm. something, you know. Oh, and no. plus one guy's holding a gun yeah. that they picked up, which mm-hmm. also doesn't come into nope, play. Does not. And the sheriff now just rolls up. It's like, man, I thought I told you, like. Stop being bikers. You can't, well, <laughs> hey, you can't be here. You're trespassing right now. This is a closed off area. And they're like, well, your friend, what do you have to say? And he's like, well, technically he's right. But, you know, 
we could easily go get a court order and all that, but no, no court is going to convict us being the circumstance of this yeah. brother and all that. Blah blah blah. It's a whole lot of horseshit. It is, and then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. he's, like, does, it, he's they, like, "But you know, we're being civil here, so we'll just leave." Well, the sheriff's like. I'm not going to arrest the great Colonel Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. That's silly. Why would I be mean to Well, he truth? also goes, I don't want to listen to any more of your fancy big city, city lawyer talk. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so he's, he sends them on their way, but then is like, hey, Busey, wait up. Busey turns, is like, I want to have a word with you. Busey turns around and is like, I want you to send my brother's bike to his house right now. To his Day. jacket. Yes. I want his jacket. Oh, where they took the jacket. Uh, he said, I'm taking the jacket. Send his you bike. You better send me the bike to the house by right. tomorrow. Yes. And uh, William Atherton just stares at him and never says and, whatever and, he was yeah, going to say. And he, he doesn't like leave either. He's just like, yeah. He's eh? just like, huh? Okay, then. I'm going to give you an extra beat in case you want to say the thing. No? All right. <laughs> Bye. It does feel like a blown take. Like, it, it's that's strange. how awkward it is. And then... <laughs> And then the sheriff tells the deputy, get rid of the bike. And yeah. that none of that ever comes up again. Nope. Like the bike never nope. appears. Dis- no one ever mentions. They, the no bike one again. drags the bike down the street. No, <laughs> no. Like, you know. nope, because this is when this is when we finally learn what the hell is going on. Yeah. yeah. In that they go to a, a drug growing barn bunker. Or some, yeah. Some sort, yeah. Basically. Where they're all sorting the old it, drug barn. Yeah. yeah. And they're basically running the drug ring in the town and all the toughs are are doing their bidding and all the farmers they we don't we don't learn the full extent of the plot we just know they have a drug burn and that the cop and the deputy are in on it yeah and they are they're getting a report that certain dudes aren't growing mm-hmm. enough it's not like no one's selling anything it's just that we're not getting enough product in from this guy this guy and this other guy hadn't done shit mm-hmm. and they're like well let's go talk to that guy mm-hmm. let's all go talk to that guy yeah load of the boys we'll go pick the crops for him yeah yeah Will help him grow his weeds. Yeah. So, so we cut to that guy arguing with his farmhand. You know, yeah. like oh, I, I, this isn't right. Well, like yeah, their I, tractor's dead, and he's yeah. just like, I don't have money to fix the tractor. I don't have money to do anything. Fuck it. What's happening? Yeah. I, w- I wish I could get out of this. But yeah. He's like, a family farm's been in the family for generations. I'm going to be the one that loses it. And, yeah. And farmhand's like, No, we'll make no, it we'll right. figure it out. And it's then, just we got to do this for another year or two. Grow the weed. Yeah. And then the, all the dudes show up, and they're like, We're going to beat some weed growing into you, pal. Yeah, and, and and the farmer eventually is like, just get the hell off my property. Yeah, how dare you? Push. And then the sheriff shoots him. Shoots him in the back. Yeah. And then the farmhand is like, hey, wait a second. And the deputy shotguns that guy. Yeah. Because the deputy, we'll say, has been itching to sh- to use his gun. Yes. At some point. Just no, the entire he's, movie. Well, he's been funneling his handgun in his holster, but he also, like, every opportunity, he's like, let me get my shotgun. Yeah, yeah even when they're in the drug in the drug barn, mm-hmm. they, just William Alfred has, has, to, has to tell him, like, don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, so he finally gets to shotgun somebody and he is like, it's the best day of his fucking life, man. Yep. And the sheriff is throughout this entire movie. The sheriff mostly kind of acts like he either doesn't want to be doing this or everyone else is so bad at it that he's embarrassed by it Mm because he's just like, you can't go around just beating up everybody and shooting people randomly. So he acts annoyed by this for half a second. And then he tells the farmer who's dying. Mm hmm. You, you saw what happened, right? He shot at me and we had to kill him and you got mm-hmm. caught and that's what happened, right? And he's like... Well, his story was that the farmhand shot him, shot the farmer. Yeah. And we had to shoot the farmhand because of that. And he's like, say that's what you saw or I'm just going to let you bleed out, which he's 20 seconds away from doing anyway. Yeah. And it's what he does. He dies in 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, everyone else heard why that's what happened, right? All they're, you, they're all kind of like... Yes, is, we're is, all on your whatever side. Whatever you right? say, yeah. man. Is, we're, is no answer an answer? <laughs> we're growing the weed for you. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. meanwhile, Busey has gone to the to his brother's wife and is like, "Hey, give it to me straight. Mm-hmm. Was he selling dope?" Yeah, he does. Yeah. Was Stony selling dope? Yeah. Right. And she's, and she's like, like, "Are you crazy?" Ha that's silly. And he's like, "Was he?" And she's like, "You're crazy." And he's like, "Was he?" And she's like, "Please get off my porch. <laughs> <laughs> You're frightening me." And he's like, "That's what I thought." All right. Well, we're gonna do a vaguely random thing to make everything right. No, because kids, kids come running in and we're like, "So and so called." It's they said it's an emergency. Oh, right. the, uh, Susan or whatever yeah. her name was called. What is their emergency? I don't know. They said emergency. Yeah. Cut to like now Susan is in hysterics because the guy, the farmer that got shot was her brother. Yes. Joe was mm-hmm. her brother. And and then she basically kind of comes clean of like, look, he was growing the weed for so for. Does she drop the who? Ultimately? No, we don't get, they don't get the Mayflower name until mm-hmm. the very end. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Whatever, like she kind of, sort of, is like, yeah. Here's the story. He like, sort of. The town's all growing yeah. weed, yeah. but she also won't let them go to the DEA. Yeah, she said, right. well, you know, there's a lot of Innocent a people. lot of people who are being forced into this, and they'll get wrapped up in it, and we just can't do that. Right. Yeah, and Busey's like, well, we'll stay and take care of it. We'll call the feds, but we'll stay here so there can't be any retaliation. Yeah, we'll defend you from the sheriff. So we really till the feds get here. Yeah, which, yeah. which means well, it means they send a couple of guys to go check out the dock again because yeah. they do a they bribe a deputy like the even lower deputy is there and they oh, bribe him. Yeah, to go in he's with, like, I've got this piece of paper signed by the two, two people treasury. signed by two people at the treasury. <laughs> yeah, department. And he's like, what is what is <laughs> that? What does that, that mean? What does that yeah. what does that have to do with getting you on this dock? Yeah, and he's like, look, and he pulls out a hundred dollar bill. And he's like, look, two signatures from yeah. the treasury. He's like, it'll buy you five or ten minutes. He's like, we got ten minutes, boy. Let's let's yeah. investigate. And in the only scene where a million things could have happened, they just cut right past it, and yep. it's just they all come back and go. Here's all the evidence that Stony was fucking murdered. Yeah, like here's all, the here's the gas things that are fused together, and here's yeah. this. Look, and, they're, they're two two handles are fused. Yeah, you know, in the like lock position. Again, Yafit is doing his homicide yeah. life on the street. And, like, <laughs> and and both the handles were on the dock because there's you know no burn marks yeah. underneath them. Plus the right. the burn marks came from the water up. You know, like all this stuff. They're, they're just like all the detective work that yeah, they did yeah. is just being spoken. Yeah. Instead of. Sure. Yeah. We don't see yeah, any sure. of the actual like, well, that detectiving would be would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. The first things that would have happened in this film. But yeah, no, right. we see none of that. So their plan is basically like, all right, well, just get everyone in town together and have them hide somewhere. We're going to go to this place up in the hills. I don't really even understand what that place was. They went to. I don't know, but it's a bad plan. It, it seems like a really bad, stupid plan. Yeah, they corner themselves in this barn or whatever and then just camp out. Yeah, yeah. it's like a wood. Well, they're, they're so camped th- there for two seconds until the cops show up. Well, I think the, the original plan was have everybody in town drive up to this place. Yeah. They'll all hole up there and the veterans brigade will defend the townspeople when the is, cops eventually is that find what them. it was supposed to be i think that's what the plan was originally supposed to I be thought they were just... and then old man bohannon or whatever <laughs> made the, didn't make the turn so <laughs> judy or whatever judy who was supposed to be watching <laughs> the the way in susan who was she looks like to a be judy to watching me. the way into uh, yeah. where all yafet and all them are she yeah. was like old bony maroney you missed the well, turn yeah, no, 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 I, i'm just going ahead but i just the old men now i thought they were like going somewhere to investigate i didn't know it was just like no cuz i think no it, they were they it were was confusing but I they I, were that was the strategy that was the, we're going to this place we're going to fortify and okay that's right. that's what I got from it I I think maybe where they went was what's his face's barn the guy who got shot maybe 
No, because no, they it said it was. They, they said kept it was, saying the camp. They kept like, saying some camp that's abbandoned for okay, the season okay, or something. Okay, okay, yeah. So they just went to some place yeah. they knew would so be. That a, was that was literally the plan. Like we're going to get everyone secretly to come here, and we'll just hold this down until the feds arrive. Correct. I guess. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll defend the people. But yes, as you said, Susan. I don't know why they they all Judy. Hmm? <laughs> Susan. Judy. All right. Susan goes after old man Bohannon. Yeah, well, like, who has already been pulled over by the cop. Yeah, yeah because the cop has like I'm just trying to set up like why why the situation because it's really weird. Like they is, they yeah. ride their five bikes in supposedly stealthy style into this complex. <laughs> Loud as fuck. Yeah. yeah. She stays behind in this Bronco or whatever and I I guess she's supposed to like alert when somebody comes. Yeah. She was supposed to be Flag like them. wait wait for everybody to come in yeah. and then I, she like was going to be the last one I'm to just drive in. Painting and... this scenario of why she's sitting out here yeah. like the front of this driveway. I to be honest, I never even understood it. I didn't either, really, but the, like as the you grand said, the scheme of the plan is okay, but the details of the plan are bad. Yeah, and the execution of it in the it's film itself is fucking dismal. Yeah. yeah. Because so, some random old guy goes by and she's like, "Oh, you missed your cutoff." Yeah. And she goes to chase him down. But as you said, the cop has already pulled him out. Like, why? Yeah, because Deputy Ralph Johnson has has radioed the sheriff and said, three people are playing poker. I can't find them. Four people are bowling. There's nobody at the bowling alley. And there's eight people playing bingo somewhere. I don't know what the hell's going on. there's nobody in the bar because that's where he started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he immediately chases down that old man and is just like, old man. Why are you you out here? Why are you out past dark? Which this town is (laughs) weird. And so. (laughs) And and her being. The least conspicuous person ever turns the corner and sees the cop with yep. him and like slams on the brakes, fishtails the car like. Yeah. And, and the cop's just so like, the cop's like, I get right. to use my gun again. Yep. Blam. And he shoots through the back window of her truck, mm-hmm. which causes her to just drive into a ditch. She doesn't. It doesn't hit her. She just like, like just roll her car. Yeah. Like, yeah. Roll her truck. But yeah. it's, it's weird because like she. She goes up on an embankment on the right-hand side, like, i.e. the right, correct side of the road to be on. Yeah. Sorry, Brits. But, like, <laughs> but somehow propels herself, like, over to Gets the, flung from to the, the other somehow. side of the road and is laying in the ditch because when the cop comes around the corner to investigate what the hell happened, he's, like, looking around with a flashlight, like, what the hell? There's nobody in this car. I don't know if she car. got ejected or if she crawled, because... It doesn't the door matter. was open. Yeah, maybe yeah, she but she's laying out. there like she's know. almost dead. Like she's in the dead. She's laying there like yeah. she's dead. dead. But, but that happens. And, and he basically just goes to the old man. He's like, puts the gun under his nose and says, tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, next thing we know, he's outside the barn mm-hmm. and he's, With the boys. he's brought a, apparently the dozen other cops that actually exist in this town. Yeah, some I, think more cops I thought it was just the toughs. No, there was there were a couple there were more deputies. There was one. There. there was one deputy for sure. Mm-hmm. There that was there that were was multiple deputies yeah, there, that took a bribe because there are at least a couple deputies who get shot because it's just like, well, okay. this is an odd finale. I thought it was yeah. only one. No, no, there's deputy. the bribe deputy. But it's all the from the from the gang Those or whatever. Two, yes, that, but that a couple of, in... of new deputies that we have not seen before. All it is, they're all cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. because they immediately shoot up the outside of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their plan. Well, inside their plan is like they're like lay your bikes down and I guess use them as cover. Before that, they were like, all right, I think we have company up here. Like go in the back. All this that never comes to fruition. They were like, just like light a fire. Let let's get these lanterns going. No, no, no I'm saying like when they knew someone was coming, they were like, no, all right, I know, go around I'm the back. I'm just saying their initial plan yeah. was here. We are. Let's get a fire going. Get some some heat. We'll light these lanterns and then yeah, I who don't knows know what, what our plan? Yeah, is. they were just gonna fucking camp there. Yeah, but anyway, that camps over because the place got shot up. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they're all hiding, you know, behind the bikes. But then some of the lanterns get knocked over, which starts a fire. Yaffa gets shot out. in the leg. Yaffa gets shot in the leg, which never comes up. Nope. Yeah, he's they just also, kinda, he, he basically like grabs a bandana and goes, "All right, I'm good now." Yeah, 
He was in the shit, man. Yeah, yeah he, he knows what's well, up. Well, for half a second, he's like, ah, and then like, oh, wait, I have. Yeah, because at first you're like, how the fuck did you get shot? <laughs> and then yeah. it's just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. They also just put the fire out immediately, which is not what ever happens in. Nope. in oh, movies. no, you're like, oh, God, this barn's going yeah, up. Yeah, but they don't have like chrome soldiers leather to yeah. use custom yeah. leather. That's yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's flame retardant. But yeah, You're so, so <laughs> Busey goes out to all the holes that are shot in the door, mm-hmm. and that's when the when the deputy just says, uh, "You guys coming out? Yeah. If not, I'm just going to assume that you're all dead, and now we're just going to do a biker barbecue." And yeah, that's he's when, like delicious bikers here. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Here we come. Yeah, and that's when our heroes of the piece <laughs> start shooting the police and the mm-hmm. and the toughs who are outside by their cars. Well, yep. first they huck a couple of the lanterns up that they. Yeah, rig. BC, he says he says specifically, let's rig up some cocktails like back in the day. Yeah, yep. and they huck out these lanterns that just kind of land there on top of they, they like hit the it car bounce. and roll off, and it's like yeah. that didn't. Do I don't anything. think that's how Molotov cocktails yeah. are supposed to work. Yeah, yeah. and it, it distracts the guys. It, that it, does. it almost They're hits enough like, because they get shot in the fucking chest. They do. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like it's a super delayed cocktail because eventually it does go boom and yeah. it takes out the car and. Mm-hmm. Other guys truck, go, yeah. Ah. yeah, well, they're just shooting all of these mm-hmm. people. And the deputy is funny because he's like, huh? Yeah. Wait, what? He's like, what? They're fighting back and they blew up my truck? What? Yeah. Oh, my truck. Yeah. Yeah. But all this leads to. That's a pretty good explosion. One of them. Way, that truck. Yeah, the truck goes up well. Mm-hmm. But one of them just busts through the door on his bike. It's Ray Sharkey. Okay. Yeah. And, and basically like clotheslines the deputy. Yeah. Oh, he leaps off of his bike onto the deputy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and rolls good. himself. Yes. Which he is he probably, takes the worst landing. Yeah, he probably got hurt worse than yeah. the deputy did. Yeah, because he goes flying. The deputy mm-hmm. just kind of falls backwards like, hey. No. Yeah. But this means now they have the deputy and they've killed everyone else Pretty that much, was yes. there. Yes. And, they so, br- and Busey's like, we're going to get some answers out yeah. of you. We're going to set you on fire and you're going to tell us the truth. Yeah. Because he man. punches him a bunch of times and the guy's like not breaking. And that's when he's like, all right, well, we're going to do you like you did Stoney. Yeah. Get some gas. There's a lot of shots of Busey winding up. Mm-hmm. like fist to camera and then just him punching the the deputy yeah. the deputy his mouth is kind of bloody and he is just making these faces just like like you would if you were getting punched yeah <laughs> and is real just really selling it just mm-hmm. like i'm not going to say anything but i'm not going to do anything at all just like ow <laughs> god ow yeah. but yeah then they douse him with lighter fluid or whatever and start <laughs> Busey's just waving a flaming stick in front of him just I, like i think they may have replaced it with water or something oh probably yeah yeah but, but man this guy just fucking starts singing <laughs> yeah, he spills it. He's like, Mayflower's running it. You got a big shipment coming in. Yeah, Beast and is like, Mayflower. Yeah, like, which okay. Mayflower was the banker guy. Yeah. Banker shithead. And then, so... <laughs> banker the, shithead. The next thing is is one of the one of the motorcycles rolling up with somebody tied to the front of it, and it's the deputy going, don't shoot, man. Yeah. Don't shoot. <laughs> We're, uh... He's also tied to, like, a board that's tied to the... Yeah, yeah. he's basically crucified he's, on the front yeah, of this he's in, in Christ position. <laughs> yeah. on... And then the other two bikers just show up behind the other guys. And yeah, because the like, other guys aren't, are like, nope, we're yeah. not letting you buy. Yep. But they get taken hostage or mm-hmm. whatever. Or we can just assume that the biker guy shot them in the fucking head. Yeah. Execution style right after that. Pretty cause much. Because... That's what they did to all the rest of them that yeah, were firing on them. There are only three people that get arrested at the end of this movie. Yeah. Everyone else is dead. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, meanwhile, but- a yacht has shown up at the docks. <laughs> yes, and it's big drug dealer man mm-hmm. with a. As he puts it, I have a suitcase full of money for you. 
And he says, well, that's convenient because I have crates full of marijuana for you, sir. (laughs) Yes, they have the most matter-of-fact conversation about their drug deal that I've ever heard. Like, they're both wired. Yeah. It's very strange. (laughs) I have large cartons of money for you. Oh, that's good because I have these boxes that are filled with drugs that yeah, you it's might like enjoy. They don't even use euphemisms. Yeah, no, it's, it's just, just like, like, yeah. So it's a drug deal for half a second, and then the bikers show up and pretend to be cops. Yeah, they're just like, we got you surrounded. Man. Don't don't move, or we're gonna shoot the drugs. And then Yafit shoots the drugs anyway. <laughs> no, they pretty much open with the shooting the drugs. I mean, they got to like the the uh, oh right 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 like the thing when the guy on the front of the motorcycle and kind of got the drop on them but yeah. then they just hand you off an ak-47 they're like get their attention and he just shoots the box of the drugs and then they walk up and like you're all under arrest you're surrounded freeze and everyone's just like all right we give up yep and that's pretty much the climax of the movie everything else is well Busey fights the sheriff all right does not fight the yeah. deputy uh i don't remember if that was here or at the barn it, they kind of run away. no the sheriff's there the sheriff runs and Busey. that's right Ends up because ta- one guy lassos him up from his bike. That's right. But yeah. then William Afton just gets out of it yeah. immediately. He does and- like this cowboy guy was about to actually do something for the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the best thing about the Busey and Atherton fight is mm-hmm. that he basically uses the bulletproof move against B- Busey. He like, does. Yeah. He jumps go- from the rafters. Yeah. And, <laughs> and gets a drop on him for four seconds. And then Busey fights back. But Busey at this point, his hair is just fucking clowned out and just it's gone full farage yeah and he's just frothing at the mouth just mm-hmm. like Aah! and this is like okay here he is here's Busey and you get 10 seconds of that mm-hmm. while Busey yeah murders the, him when, with when his he's fists. getting well when Busey's getting strangled with the chain yeah oh yes is when you get the Busey face where he's like Aah! yeah but yeah. there's also just the Busey sounds like when he get when he tackles the sheriff and the sheriff like kicks him in the ribs and runs away. He's like, they've dug in some Arr. dumb sounds yeah. where there's what he just kind of, but, but you over. know, it's him though. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. That's the thing is, you know, it's Gary. Busey these are Busey making sounds. These stupid sounds. <laughs> yeah. These just groaning. Like, you know, somewhere Arr. there's like dat tapes of just Gary Busey ADR noises. Oh, be, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's like my holy grail right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, forget yeah. fighting, like, you know, running with the devil yeah. audio only or yeah. vocal only track. That would yep. be pretty good. Yeah. Just Arr. the Arr. Busey grunts. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that soundboard must be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But then that that's basically it. The, the, it's like the next day and a, a tiny portion of the town, I guess, has gathered to just boo at everyone who is being yep. led away <laughs> by the state police. Like the banker, the deputy, and the sheriff were all put in cars and taken away, and everyone's just like, boo. Yeah. That's it. And then the bikers roll up and they're all like, yay. Well, and there's also like there's also a slow scene of the banker looking back at William Atherton, who kind of like has this little bit of a grin, and then he looks at the deputy, and they're all like in the back of their co- of the yeah. of the cars they've been arrested in. Yeah. And we're like, hmm, what's going on here? And that doesn't matter because everyone just starts cheering because the biker showed up. Yep. It's really weird. It is. And then they all go to Stoney's grave and give him and throw their, their dog, dog tags. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, okay, see you the next time one of you dies. <laughs> Bye. The end. Mm-hmm. Movie's over. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they, the, I we mean, do get a freeze frame on a Busey grin, though. He does, we, yeah. We do. You get a, the, a Busey grin. There is, like, the briefest of moments where it's like it's implied that like here's the anti-rambo ending you know like oh yeah because they're all like what does it feel to like have a hero's welcome it's like it feels pretty good yeah hooray, like, we're the heroes know, now all that like yeah. came back from nam and were spit on and all that and Busey maybe ends up with the girl that he left to go to vietnam for they smash their giant teeth together they do yeah they're just like hey whose teeth are bigger let's taste <laughs> 
I can taste how big your teeth are. <laughs> hey, Dr. Keith, I can smell your voice. <laughs> Want to make some electric mayhem? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's Chrome Soldiers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's, yeah. We can tell it's not a good Gary Busey movie because we've barely done Gary Busey voice for this entire I know, episode. It's crazy. Like Th- me. There was one point where he said, yeah, and we were like, oh. He said, yeah, <laughs> but that mm-hmm. was, it wasn't even good. Yeah. We, we did we, wrong in that. We started with basically the best Busey we could have started with. Probably. And then every Busey we've tried since has been like, eh. mm. I mean, he did shove dynamite up that one dude's ass and I have the tiger. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, music's bad. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about there. This music is fantastic. There's a shitload of French horn, <laughs> the, which is good. The Chrome Soldiers theme is good. And there's variations of it, which is like mm-hmm. there's the flute version and the French there's horn version, version and the jazzy we're on bikes going somewhere mm. version. And then kind of the rock out like here we come. Yeah, I was going to say the, the full, full heroic yeah. version of yeah. the okay, end is okay. pretty good. But they're all variations on patriotic bullshit. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. yes, it is. Absolutely. That's all it is. Like if you, if you imagine what soldiers coming back from war and riding bikes would sound like that's I'll say what this. this soundtrack sounds like. It's not a like. fucking synthesizer. No, it's not. It is real no, instrumentation. No, it's a real ass French horn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Freedom horn. Free- Freedom horn. Sorry. Christ. Get it right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ratings. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's just itching to go, huh? <laughs> Man. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, one bag. I mean, it's. I, I can't. I can't work up a frothy amount of anger towards this movie. It's boring as shit. We kind of had a little bit of fun with it, trying real hard to have fun with it. Riffing was the only real fun we had. Yeah, it's, there's really nothing to this movie. It's I, I couldn't even like, I couldn't even make a clip montage of this movie because it would depend on our jokes specifically for it to be funny. You know, it's like I could maybe string together some of the deputies' weirdness, but it's just like ah, without us talking over it, it wouldn't wouldn't be any good. Okay. So, it it's I mean it's it's a generic ass tv movie it doesn't do anything horrific it's it's not bad its biggest crime is that it's a 45 minute script stretched out to 100 minutes yep that's that's the problem yep i can echo that i, I think one bags i mean and just in thing is even if it hadn't been Busey, it would probably still be a one bag movie yeah you know uh, like because he just doesn't give you anything that you want and i think maybe we got ourselves a little hyped up being like Oh man, it's got Busey and Yaffet, which Yaffet criminally underused. Yeah, in here, just nothing out of him, man. It, it's it hurts. Also, his terrible ass hair he has in this. We didn't man, even mention that. Poor Yaffet Koto. He. It was only white people on set doing hair because. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't even get his line right on the like. Uh, the, like nothing. Everything about, is wrong about his hair. Yeah. Nobody understood how like. A lot of people have bad hair in this, though. I mean, it, yeah, Yaffet stands true. out, but it's like everyone's just like, man, look at your dumb hair. <laughs> Maybe they had literally no hair and makeup. It's quite possible. Yeah, I mean, he's to put it in perspective, he's almost got like big worm hair from Friday. That's what it's I not, was It's not yeah. quite as poofy, but it's like a really shitty perm job. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's, oh, it's horrible. Yep. But yeah, one bag. I Yeah, I think I have to agree. One bag. I, I could go two maybe, but. I don't know. It's just there's nothing that's really bad, bad about it, except for the criminal underuse of Gary Busey's uh, talent, shall we say, and Yafit Koto. Sure. Um, but the end result is just kind of blah. I mean, there's it, it also looked like shit, but 
that's just you know that's probably just the transfer i hope it's a vhs copy yeah so So. it's as far as it ever got for a good reason yeah i'm sure out there somewhere is a good print of this movie rotting in a warehouse oh sure somewhere but um we'll find that seconds before we find that dat tape of gary Busey's. (laughs) yeah they're probably in the same Uh, canister uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's pretty good one bag meh meh I'm going to continue to echo the meh, except my meh is ever slightly stronger. I'm going to give it two bags. Two meh. I'm giving it two bags, two meh. Um, because I, I'm, I'm giving it, I, I could actually even go lower. Not not really for the movie itself, just for blown opportunity. Like, there are good guts and DNA, and then to have people like Gary Busey and whatnot in a goddamn TV movie, mm-hmm. and then fuck it all up so egregiously just makes me even more angry. Like, I mean, I think you'll find that like anytime a movie actively angers me, it's because it's wasted its pieces and parts and resources. And like, you know, you've got a decent getting the band back together to go murder. And then this supposedly decorated group of soldiers at no point looks remotely like an, any sort of, I wouldn't even say elite fighting force. They don't even look like a fucking fighting force. They don't, no, even, they even look like sparring partners. I mean, it's, it's fucking, it's, I think that's kind of accurate because they've all just gone off to do random ass bullshit. I mean, when you first see Yafet, he's in a fucking jogging suit but, for God's but sake. But I mean, like <laughs> in the suburbs, they somewhere. teach you basic hand to hand combat in any military. And these guys were fucking suckers. I mean, yeah, they, they get their asses kicked. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the well, thing, like, they too. were in the Air Force. So, oh, yeah. oh shit. That's right. They were it's just only like 45 jets. minutes of boot camp and then you get your desk and to your Girl Scout fair, badge. To be fair, we don't know that. Busey was in the Air Force. They, were, he, all the Air they Force. were all in together. Are you sure? Had yeah. been. Are you sure? Like he, he may have been like, you know what, the Air Force will take me because I'm fucking 48 <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were all in the Air Force. There's someone listening who's in the Air Force right now. Who's oh like, yeah, fuck all of you. Yes. Well, look, no, look, look, die look. in a fucking no, they're like, fire. They're like, Hold all on. of you. I'm leaving you a negative iTunes review. No, I didn't know they had six weeks of Club Med boot camp. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig myself out and say I do believe that the Air Force does have the the highest like age cap that they will still take you. Out of any of them, that's where mm. I was going with that. Not that they're fucking oh. chumps. I'm saying that I think. Well, I think it's the Maggie Coast and I are all in I think on the Air Force. I think it's the chumps. Coast Guard and the, and the Air Force are like the ones you can still apply for when you're like 45 if you want to go. Nice. Well, I still have shit. time. I'm joining the Air Force. That's another weird ass thing about this Rose. movie, though, is that it's so littered with Desert Storm paraphernalia mm-hmm. that it's about 45 minutes before any of them say we were in Nam together. Yes. Mm-hmm. It seems like because when Busey is suiting up at the beginning, they they pan over all this Desert Storm imagery. You're like, were they? all just in the war a year ago and the two kids are wear desert storm shirts the, the entire, entire movie yeah the entire Multiple time days. like the desert storm shirt if you were alive at that point in time yeah, you, there was you one. had one you will totally recognize this shirt yeah it's weird so yeah man. like there was one silk screen in every single store in america got <laughs> yep. it yeah. yeah yeah they just as soon as as soon as anything happened they got somebody to make that design mm-hmm. and they just sent it out to every Walmart. Which means somewhere in like Uganda there's like the We Lost Desert Storm shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's the Iraqi Victory yes. Desert Storm shirt. Yeah, it's just like Super Bowls. Operation <laughs> Desert they, Freedom. They print both sides, you know. <laughs> Operation Annex Kuwait yeah. Victory 
Yeah. yeah. I've never been more proud or embarrassed to be part of this show than I am literally right now. It's just got that Iraqi spokesman dude on it just be like, we won. Right. right. Baghdad Bob. Yes. Yeah. It's like Saddam, 92 on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Saddam is the name yeah. and it's got 92 yeah, in like, it's the, like a jersey. Like it says letter Saddam jersey. is the yeah. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Iraq, 17 and 0. Yeah. We are going to take it. Undefeated. Right. Uh, Iraq, Iraq beats Truman. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a really tiny part of me that wants to design that shirt, but also I wants to never tell. hipster has already got that on uh, out there. Those will be the next Bathcast Bath shirts. Yes. Will be the the Iraqi Victory Tour 1992. <laughs> Holy Christ! <laughs> like wow. winged something on it. We'll make it like a metal shirt. <laughs> okay, like a metal band shirt. Right. <laughs> so that's Chrome Soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. All right. There we go. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. All right, welcome back. Hey, we're back. Second half, half of number podcast. two. It is. Yep, time for more halving. Uh, so I uh, I saw a movie in the theater, like a good job, like a fairly big one, like I a think. like a movie Proud pass. Well, I, like I think a I think a fairly well, it was supposed to be a fairly big one. I, yeah, I went yeah. I went and saw Justice League. Okay, not quite the big one that they were hoping for. No, the studio had high hopes. A little bit of high hopes. High yeah. hopes. Um, how is it? You don't like them DC movies. I mean, it depends. Like, if we're talking strictly DCEU, <laughs> as we were calling it now, uh-huh. yeah. um, I'm 50-50, honestly. Like, I don't like either of the quote-unquote Superman movies All right. really particularly very much. Okay. Um, I very much liked Wonder Woman, and I'm somewhat of an apologist for Suicide Squad. I mean, it's... That is indeed 50-50. Yeah, I just... Suicide Squad is pretty good for what it is mm. and i and i that's the thing is like i think at this point um in talking about this i i have to f- think that I, I guess i'll just say i liked justice league i didn't love it i liked justice league okay <clears throat> but i i feel like at this point i am almost grading these movies on a curve even wonder woman like i i really liked wonder woman i did not have the oh my god this is the best movie ever thing that everybody else seemed to have which I, I understand is partially because it's easily the best DC movie. So there's mm-hmm. that aspect of, wow, this is we, this is legit good. We can call this good and not feel ashamed. And we're not yeah. like apologizing for something we secretly know is terrible. <laughs> right. And also like, hey, we did a female superhero. Correct. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, I get that. I get we're championing good in this realm. Yeah. But not perfect as a movie. I'm, I'm just I'm drawing a line and like saying it's not. 100% perfect. It's a really good movie. There are plenty of flaws with Justice League. I, I will say that right off the bat. I think at this point, perhaps they've just worn me down to the point that I like, I think this is pretty good. <laughs> I and I and I think it will take a I think it'll take another viewing before I can f- like fully say that with confidence. Um, there's just lots of things I like in this. Uh, it, it has problems, most of which have been addressed by everybody. The CG is at times atrocious um 
in the mm. I mean most in most in point cyborg the character like never looks real and kind of makes me wonder why they went with that character because he's not a cornerstone member of the Justice League um and I I apologize if this goes into ever so slightly spoilery territory I promise it's like the thinnest of spoilers but when you think Justice League you think Batman Superman Wonder Woman Flash, sure, we'll go with that. Aquaman, sure. But then you're like, okay, Green Lantern, Martian mm-hmm. Manhunter. These are like the other A-class, like top-tier Justice League people. And and one could argue, okay, they didn't go with Green Lantern because they're trying to distance themselves from the Ryan Reynolds disaster. Mm-hmm. However, they clearly make mention of the Lanterns in Justice League. Like, <laughs> oh, like, okay. But they, I mean, there's like flashback stuff, and they clearly like show Lanterns doing Lantern shit. So it's like, all right, well, you're you're acknowledging that lanterns are in fact in this universe still, and that they, you know, you could you can do a different lantern. It doesn't have to be Hal Jordan. Like, bring mm-hmm. in John Stewart. That's what half yes. DC fans want anyway, because yeah. he's fucking yes. awesome. Yeah. Um. So like that it, it immediately makes me go, okay, well, you acknowledge there's lanterns. So why didn't you go with that character anyway? And then if you're like. We can't do Martian Manhunter because it would be 100% CG. Well, you made a fucking 100% CG character anyway. <laughs> you have a real actor in real situations, and every single shot, you manage to CG something on him and make him look unreal in every single shot in the entire movie. So either way, it's like, who is making this call? You know, like, why'd you go with Cyborg? I mean, other than, like, plot reasons. Yeah. You know, like, you can talk to computers and shit, mm-hmm. you know, so. That makes sense. <clears throat> I don't dislike Cyborg. I mean, it's just, it's a weird call for, like, this is your coming together movie. Yeah. You know, should they have introduced cyborg in some sort of maybe his own film? <laughs> There's talks of a cyborg solo movie, but I mean, honestly, he feels kind of like, like a Hawkeye or black widow. Like he's not interesting enough probably to warrant a whole movie on okay. his own. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. Unless they like do something interesting, Frankenstein body horror thing with this story. But I feel like it's already out there now. He's already cyborg. What are you going to do a flashback movie now? Gotcha. Of like you know, first days is him. I don't know. Huh. Anywho, so that 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 like a lot of people talked about that, and of course, there's you know, don't CG off Superman's beard or anything like. Uh, <laughs> right, I love that. Yeah, that old song. Yeah, that old chestnut. Don't shit into the wind. Yeah, yeah. don't CG off Superman's yeah. beard. I I don't know. That's just that's just dumb. Like schedule your movies better. That's all I can say about that. Like don't our technology is not there. Like there is something wrong with his face. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's clearly like it's not face. it's not right you know like hmm. yeah anyway over like all that technical stuff aside i just really liked it especially like my my favorite thing about the movie is um wonder woman's entrance into the movie scene not another cam you know entrance to the whole universe obviously mm-hmm. but like her scene when she burst into the movie is fucking awesome um my last little nitpick because i gave a positive and i gotta go one more nitpick mm-hmm. Something I didn't really notice in either Batman v Superman or Wonder Woman itself, it just seemed like there were some creepy angle shots of Wonder Woman. Oh, I don't doubt it. Like, just like straight up, like, I know she's like, besides her weird little Amazonian Amazonian skirt thing, she's wearing like superhero briefs or whatever. But like, there were several things where it was like, are you just like intentionally doing an upskirt shot on her? Because it feels creepy. Like, there were several times throughout the movie it was, like, creepy feeling camera angles towards her. So, and that was just weird. Mm. And I don't know why. But anyway, like, that is the smallest of nitpicks. Like, it was just, like, something I noticed, like, it was, like, all throughout this, she's been flipping, kicking, doing things, and, you know, Patty Jenkins managed to avoid, avoid it the it. whole fucking movie, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? 
I know. Who but, directed Justice League? Uh, hard to say. <laughs> That's true, yes. <laughs> yeah, half it was Zack an Snyder, half Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. <clears throat> Maybe. There Which seems like, can you tell the difference during the movie? I mean, does it seem weird tonally? Because they do not seem like similar directors at all to me. No, I just... Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, my my first instinct because I've mostly turned on Zack Snyder as a filmmaker so hard is to mm-hmm. say everything I like is probably Joss Whedon. I don't know if that's the yeah. case though. I mean, I, I it. Does I guess it just I, at least feel consistent. Yeah, the, the, the I guess the easy answer is is it doesn't feel like two movies smushed together mm-hmm. at any point really to me. Okay, so yeah. Which I mean, you know, we've seen plenty of movies like that where you can there's just a huge tonal shift there. It's like, what happened here? And then come find out it was two separate movies. We just merged into one or some mm. bullshit. But no, I don't I didn't get that. And it's got its issues, but initial thought, I'm done talking about it. It's I liked it. Subject to change. Because <laughs> it might be a Star Trek into darkness thing. Like coming out and be like, that was pretty good. And then I go back and watch it and be like, Well, that was fucking stupid. That was fucking stupid. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> well, that's a lot of fucking stupid that mm. adds up to not good. So Yeah. Yeah. I got a superhero movie. Oh. So I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. And I am ready to say that this is the first Spider-Man movie that has landed with me, like Mm -hmm. has spoken to me. I liked some of the Sam Raimi ones, although I was late to the party on those. I came to them. I didn't watch them when they came out. I watched them years later. So something about this one fired on all cylinders for me. Just everything about this movie to me seemed pitch perfect. I was consistently amazed by this movie in that it would go for a joke when you weren't expecting one and it was funny. And then when you know a joke is coming, they do kind of a swerve on what you think the joke might be. And it's also funny. Mm -hmm. And they let little moments linger on to where like the weird, awkward characters of this universe will do just an extra thing. And that's charming as hell. There's just, there's just so much, flavor in this movie it it feels like an actual lived in universe like the school feels right the characters feel right the situation feels right and that it's not an earth-shattering thing that's happening although it is important to the characters who are in the film mm-hmm. and bigger characters reactions to what that plot is makes sense because they don't deem it to be as important as the characters in the film think it is if that makes sense. Like Spider-Man thinks this is a hugely important deal. And the people who are keeping eyes on Spider-Man are like, it's not really, but then it kind of is. And then it grows into a logical progression and conclusion. I, there, there was a bit early on, maybe early in the second act, really where this movie, I, I was just completely on board from that moment on because it did something where it's, it's the bit, not I don't care. If, it's not a spoiler. So it, it it's Spider. He's Spider-Man's running through all the neighborhoods, uh-huh. and it's very clearly this shot from Ferris Bueller. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at it, going, guys, you're kind of ripping off Ferris Bueller here. And then they they run past a house that's watching that scene from Ferris Bueller, and I'm like, fucking hell, that's fantastic. You guys won me over. That's the best thing I've ever well, seen. I think it's a, it's amazing, and or spectacular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that does make sense. Perhaps um, sensational. Yeah. I just. You know, even even the movie's kind of like ridiculous use of 80s music that doesn't fit for any of these people in this movie completely makes sense somehow. Mm. Like the movie scoring itself with 80s music doesn't make any sense. They they styled it after a John Hughes movie. Exactly. But they do kind of 
tie it together by having this 80s themed dance at the end. And it's like, that's justifiable. That's fine by me. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that everyone thought Aunt May was hot. I appreciate that you've got this 55 year old actress in a movie and everyone is like, she's fucking hot. Well, it's Marissa. Yeah, right. But that she's hot. I know, but that just doesn't happen in any movie. You get any actress over 40. That's not Diane Lane. And everyone just goes, "Ugh, old lady. And everyone mean that's not Diane Lane. Do people call Diane Lane hot? There was a long time where Diane Lane was like, she's a hot old lady. She's 40 and she's hot. It was a weird thing <laughs> for a while. Has she ever actually been hot? Wait, what? I mean, she's fine. Wait, Diane Lane? Yeah. Are you thinking uh, maybe, of the same Diane think, Lane? Are you thinking of Diane Keaton? That may be it. No. Hang on. <laughs> Diane Lane. Hang on. Let me just like... Uh, uh, Star of Streets of Yeah, Streets okay, of all right. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Never mind. Wrong Diane. Yeah, wrong yes, Diane. Yes, there you go. Okay. Hey, anyway, because yeah, we're about to be like, does she have pointy elbows? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah her knees um, are sharp you, and <laughs> she's got a, a cheeks, I guess. I just I appreciate right. that every character was just like, say hi to your aunt for me. I mean, it was just well, like to be fair, they they have full on embraced the let's make Diane Lane look old by by Justice League. Oh, really? she's, yeah, oh she's, that's still, right. she's still Martha. 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 How do you know <laughs> the name? Yeah, I'm just saying like they, they Batman go and meet her. <laughs> They really made her look old. I was all I'm saying. Okay, like, all right. They're 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 leaning into it. They're okay. like, you know, it's a little weird that all right. Superman's dating a forty year old and his mom is like looks ten years older. Okay, that is a little <laughs> strange. Yeah, I'm just I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just throwing some truth. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I, that movie's Spider Man's fantastic. I'm gonna keep not using the right word. Deal with it. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I watched a movie Harlow talked about a few weeks ago. Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's that? That movie's what you think it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Samuel L. Jackson is doing exactly what you would expect out of Samuel L. Jackson. And Ryan Reynolds, this is one of those movies that falls into the, you know, like, aside from like Deadpool and, you know, Van Wilder, where we're like, why are we misusing Ryan Reynolds? Mm-hmm. And this feels like one of those because it's like he's he doesn't get to do Ryan Reynolds stuff. He's the he's a character unsure of himself throughout the movie. And it's like this isn't why you get Ryan Reynolds in your movie. You get Ryan Reynolds in your movies be a wisecracking asshole. Mm-hmm. And he's just he's an asshole in this, but he's not a wisecracking. It's just it's one of those where it's like, man, you're so close, but it just doesn't work. See, and I, I'm not I'm not sorry. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, no, it's it's just, it feels like the Ryan Reynolds from Safe House. I don't know if you ever saw that. I never did. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I I think to me why it works. And from having seen that and seeing this is it's like, he comes off as this like cocksure young man. And then it's like, here's this guy who's actually more badass than you. And it's got 20 to 30 years on you Mm -hmm. or whatever. Maybe not that much, but you know, like just saying like, I think it kind of works because you have that perception of Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, no, actually here's the really smarmy, really badass dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what that movie's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I just it it falls into a lot of just weird stuff, and there's nothing surprising about any of it. You know, it, after Selma Hayek's first scene, you know what you're getting out of her, and that first scene is fun. But then you're like, all right, I know I'm getting out of her for the rest of the movie. So it it just kind of man, it's just this one serving deal, and it's weird that there's a lot of shitty green screen in that movie. And there's a scene that looks like shitty green screen until you see the end credits where they have bloopers from that scene where they filmed it for real. <laughs> and you're like, wait, that wasn't green screen. Why did that look like shit? 
Yeah, it, it was. It's it's a, one of those very oddly made movies. Hmm. Like, like the filmmaking isn't quite there because the action scenes. There's a lot of like good ideas in the action scenes, like a lot of stuff that I'm like, fuck yes, do this. Mm-hmm. But the way it's executed just isn't as cool as it should be. Some of it, is. like like there's a few things that are, and there's a few good beats, like especially in one where he's strangling a dude, and um the gun is just far enough away that he can't reach the gun while simultaneously strangling the dude. Mm-hmm. And there's someone in the room where he's just like, can you just give me the gun already? <laughs> you know, and it's like, there, there's some really good moments and little bits like that that are in there. But yeah, it just kind of, it's, you know, and it's, it, it doesn't help that it was like two weeks ago that I saw it. So it's fading from my mind already, but it just kind of like, it just feels like Ryan Reynolds keeps trying to do stuff. That's not, Hey, I'm basically Deadpool. And I'm basically being Ryan Reynolds, you know, and it's like like he's shying away from his strengths. Yeah. Whereas like Samuel L. Jackson, he knows exactly what you fucking want Samuel L. Jackson there to do mm-hmm. is to call people motherfucker, you know, <laughs> and yeah. and just laugh in their faces and just be an asshole. And like that's like that's why you get Samuel L. Jackson. And he realizes that I don't know why Ryan Reynolds doesn't and keeps taking parts that are like, no, you, you need to just do this. Like, like it's been long enough, Ryan. You can do that, and we're not going to judge you for it. We're not going to be like, oh, it's another Ryan Reynolds movie. You know what? People come to Ryan Reynolds movies to get Ryan Reynolds, to get that Ryan Reynolds. And that's why, like, all the other ones, like Green Lantern and all that, we're like, no, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah. We want you being the shitty guy from Waiting, all right? That's what we want. We that want is, Ben Wilder. That is what people Stop. want. Stop. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay, but, and it was fun, but it's one of those, it's like, I'm never watching that again. But it's not a bad thing. It was consumable. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a single serving movie. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Should I well, mention that? I, I was going to say, I, I can kind of go with mine off of yeah, that. Sure. So uh, <laughs> only because I think it's funny and you're probably going to like kind of sort of scorn me for even watching Uh-oh. these. But um, I, I'll tell the entire tale of how I came to watch these and, and now own them. Uh, <laughs> I, I went to somewhere like to get my car worked on or whatever. And, you know, they had a waiting room with like cycled DVDs or whatever p- periodically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was mostly just sitting there tuning out whatever the hell was on. And then a new movie started. And I was like, all right, I might be here a while longer. Let's see what this actually is and maybe watch it. And I didn't. It's kind of a late title card movie. So it started. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what this is. And and what it ended up being that you, you know like it's seriously like a 10 minute later title card it's the maze runner okay so young right. adult literature made into movie a couple years ago mm-hmm. um soon to be a trilogy the third one is coming out next year um ask me how oh, i know still making it yeah uh i fucking like these movies <laughs> okay. like i actually really like these movies okay um I got to be honest like i tried hunger games i think i watched the first one and was like no nah, i'm good like Yep, there's young adult. The point to stop. That's young adult literature written all over it. Like everything's fucking telegraphed, and I know exactly where this is going. I don't need to waste the time. Tried the insurgent movies. Watched the first one. I was like, that's all right. Watched the second one, and I've never seen a sequel where immediately people more were like, I don't fucking want to be here, mm-hmm. and everyone was acting like I don't want to fucking be here. And the CG department was like, we don't want to be fucking doing this. <laughs> um, so anyway, I've just given up on like most of these things. Um, I really like these these movies. Um, basic plot is kind of still in flux <laughs> like okay. um but it sounds dumber on paper i think than it, it comes across in execution mm-hmm. um guy wakes up on like an elevator 
and doesn't know who he is, doesn't know where he's been. It opens up in the middle of the ground, and he's in the middle of this camp, uh, surrounded by like nothing but other young men. And they're they've all been like dumped there like one a month. They send up supplies and a new person, and they've all had their memories wiped. The only thing they will remember is their name eventually. Uh, and they're basically in this little they call it the enclave, and mm-hmm. it's like in the center of this maze. And they send runners out, thus the name, uh, to try to explore the maze and kind of map it. But it changes on a daily basis, sort of like Cube. Oh, um, so they're like we sort of kind of want to get out of here, but we don't think it's ever going to fucking happen. And, you know, and then shit goes weird from there. But, okay. So it's, it's got a cube vibe going on. It's kind of got this, just like, just general dystopian thing going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed them. Like they are fun little movies. And I actually like the, the first one got, decent ish reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and all these things. The second one was just for- fucking torn apart. I like the second one better. <laughs> so huh. I, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not trying to be like some film hipster. I just feel like some of the shit, it's like people are being a little too fucking critical of just goddamn popcorn movies sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like there is nothing wrong with a decent popcorn movie. Like I thought the action stuff was in the second one was cooler. There was more tense moments. Um, yeah, it's like, and they, and they leave the, one area and go to do other thing, you know, it's like mm-hmm. plot progresses. They you run know? a new maze. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, it's just, I, I don't know. Is it now the maze is your heart? Yeah. Is it <laughs> the same director? Yeah. And oh, that, yeah, that's actually important. The, um, a lot of these feel like, I don't know, farming out to some dude. Now mm-hmm. the guy that got this series never actually made a full length movie. He, he made some sort of award winning CG short. That's actually really fucking good. Cause it's on the extras. On the, mm-hmm. movie, on the first movie, um, but was basically given the keys to this series thing, and he's doing all three of them. And it's like, there's cohesiveness and, you know, feels like someone who actually has a vision and wants to see it through. Hmm. Um, unlike every single other one of these series where it's like, ah, I don't want to fucking do that anymore. And the directors can quit because they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the stars are locked in usually. But yeah, I mean, I this one, there's one more movie, I think, coming out sometime next year, and it'll yep. actually get wrapped up. So... I, so you would recommend them? I did. I mean, I I be honest. I picked them up on uh, Voodoo had a Black Friday Cyber whatever fucks it sale. <laughs> yep. You know, like a Cyber I, fucks I, it. Sale. I bought it, it. I bought yeah. both movies for like nine dollars and something. No. So right. I mean, I I mean, just because having seen twenty minutes, I was like, this interests me. I would like to watch the rest of that movie, and I can get the other one for basically a few dollars more. Why not? And I'm happy with my purchase. Is all I can say. Well, good. That's awesome. So BJ, yes, you checked out some. I did. I watched two movies. Um, the Incre- Incredibles, yeah, The Incredibles, which I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, not remarkable. Only in comparison to uh, the movie that I, the other movie that I watched, which was Toy Story three. Um, and I only mentioned The Incredibles because the quality of animation between Incredibles and Toy Story three, the difference is astounding. Like. Everything feels so flat in the Incredibles universe, and that may be slightly on purpose, maybe not, but God, the quality difference between those movies. And the Incredibles is fine. It's it's good. It's better than fine. It's, you know, shouldn't even be associated with fine, because then you might think Chuck fine, and that's not what this movie is. Mm. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, Incredibles is, is good. Um, but... Toy Story 3 I hadn't seen before, and that is a uh, really nice little film. 
it is not like I think people made a whole lot about it when it came out and it maybe doesn't live up to all that praise but it's a it's a nice little movie and it's very it's got a lot of feelings in it it will give you the feels as the kids say I hear it tugs and, at uh, your heartstrings it does it is a it tugs at your heartstrings and it jerks at your tears oh it provokes an emotional response it does wow it's nice. You should watch it if you haven't. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I That's, haven't. Uh, just I, real qu- quick, nothing spectacular. I somehow haven't watched Toy Story 3 yet. That's weird. I don't weird. know why I, I just haven't that... ended up watching it. But Well, when you're ready to cry, you can watch Toy oh, Story 3. I may do a Toy Story marathon one day. It's yes. pretty good. I own it's no Toy three. Story 2, but it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember much about Toy Story 2, but... You should rewatch that. That's the best it's... one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm. I know I, that I've watched I, it. I just don't remember much. I saw it. half of it recently because hey. my nephew got through half of it before, you know, a butterfly came by and he had sure. to chase it or something, you know. Yeah. Or somebody jangled keys in the other room. And was <laughs> right. Like, oh, what? Or literally any other noise happening. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, That's all. Okay. Uh, only other thing. I watched the special features for Alien Covenant. Oh, Oh, okay. I got it cheap on Black Friday because mm-hmm. and because it was Alien. I kind of, I mean, I, I own Alien versus Predator on fucking Blu-ray, so I'm kind of like, all right, you're pot committed. I got this under ten bucks, so I'm committed. And yeah, um, there are a lot of pretty good special features. There are some deleted scenes that kind of give me what I was hoping I would see in that movie, as far as like married couples. This should matter more than mm-hmm. it does, and it kind of does. For a little bit, you know, but the sad thing is all that stuff's before they even get to the surface of the planet. And there's a lot of discussion in all the making of stuff about, oh, well, people really wanted us to explore this, you know, with the creation of the alien and where it came from. And I'm like, did people, did they really? And it's like, it's, it's odd because there's so much ambition and like almost hope coming out of all these people that aren't Ridley Scott talking about it. (laughs) And you feel kind of bad because it's like, are you sure this is what you guys wanted or what? Because I mean, it's like it, it's hard to explain, but it's like the film is both more disappointing after seeing that and less disappointing after seeing that because it feels like, yeah, you kind of hit the intention that you were going for, but you probably should have never been going for that intention in the first place. Yeah. And there's also that whole feeling of like, Certain characters are just meat, like that they're just ready to throw at the fucking grinder. Certainly felt like that. Yeah, and I I don't, I don't know. And I've only gotten through about half of Ridley Scott's commentary on it, but some of it is just like, okay, I'm about to narrate this section, <laughs> and it's like, oh fuck, Ridley, you know, like talk about what the hell's going on here. And and there is stuff with David about as far as like why he's doing what he's doing and uh, stuff that relates to Shaw that's in like a weird there's like four different like little videos, you know, like they yeah. had, the, they had the last supper thing that was in, you yeah. know, that everyone saw on YouTube and then like him and Shaw getting to the planet, which was in another video. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple more. There's one where like, they're testing all of the people of the ship yep, and giving them like a fear test or something like that, which I don't know if that was released beforehand or not. I think it was, but, it may have been. Yeah. But it, it was like before they even left earth type thing mm-hmm. where they were all being analyzed somehow. Which is basically seem to exist to just give you okay, this is what these characters are, type thing. Yeah. 
But there's one that's all like David narrating what he was doing mm-hmm. down there, which makes a lot of it make more sense. But it's also like you couldn't work more of that in and, you know, make everything less vague and then just, you know. Yeah, that movie's still like it's so all over the place. Like, like I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like it's one of those like I feel like the the DC fan Harlow's talking about where it's like I know it's bad, but I want to find the good, and I keep searching for it. It's kind of like Episode One a lot to me, where it's like yeah. there are good pieces in here. There are good pieces that exist, but they're not coming together at all, and and a lot of the execution makes the ones that are good worse. Like there's a lot of Billy Crudup stuff that, you know, I noticed the first time, but like, I really appreciated more going into it this time where he just like, whenever he has to speak to the group entirely, Mm -hmm. he bumbles and stumbles over like every word in one of the most realistic ways I've seen an actor do. Mm -hmm. That's like a real actor, you know, (laughs) that's like polished enough to not do that sort of shit in front of a group. But the way he does it is, is like, really realistic in a way that I appreciated much more going in here, but there's still like just so much of the dumb shit that happens just to happen and not even like, Oh, we're on the planet. Let's just not wear hoods, you know, or, you know, not wear face masks or anything, but just like people slipping on blood on the, the world's slipperiest floor, which yep. is in the medical room. And it's like, come on. And then you do it twice. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's just a lot of that stuff. That's still like, God, you just fucked up this movie i but i'm i'm gonna have to listen to the second half of the commentary just to just to see if ridley says anything that interests <laughs> he just me starts about giggling about everybody <laughs> getting horrible gruesome well, I, deaths. I really want to hear like if he if if his mission is just like this misanthropic thing that i thought it seemed to be mm-hmm. like if that was his point of making the movie was just like fuck humanity fuck everything you know we've gone wrong and we need to be erased type thing because that's really the message i got from him by the end of the movie i mean it's true it is true he's he's not wrong <laughs> you're just an asshole yeah, <laughs> there you go. yeah but it, it, there there's i i really want to find out because like there is there's so much motivation in all the other people making this that after seeing the final product feels really misguided and i'm wondering how he was misguided or if this is exactly what he wanted to make, which I'm guessing it is. I'm thinking it is. I, I don't think people fuck with Ridley Scott movies at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I don't mean that, but I mean oh. like if he just fucked it up, mm. like, like, but some of the stuff they did, like some of these sets they built, like the outdoor shit, they built these giant sequoias in these giant areas and they actually had blue tarps above to do the CG shit. Mm hmm. You know, like floating tarps in the air, but then they couldn't film because the wind picked up too much <laughs> and the shit was rippling too much that they couldn't Lord. do it. But, but like some of the shit that they spent budget on is fucking ludicrous. Hmm. It's like, what the fuck? They got ludicrous? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, like you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They, they, Like I said, they, this this made me both more disappointed in the movie and less disappointed in the movie, if that makes any sense. It does. By seeing so so much of the stuff that went into making it, but. I was gonna say, if you needed proof that Ridley, like nobody tries to course correct Ridley Scott movies, look at Gods of Egypt. Like nobody went, yeah. Joel Edgerton as like Pharaoh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, mm. Ridley, yeah. <laughs> we should talk. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got three things real quick. Oh, all right. geez, all right. Um, I thought it was four. 
Nope, I did one already. Uh, so there's this Nicolas Cage movie called Arsenal. That's okay. it's just one of the billion Nicolas Cage movies yeah. that he makes. It's about a soccer team. Nope. Oh. You would think that if no, you Google the butts. word Arsenal, but <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing interesting or notable about this movie is that Nicolas Cage appears to be playing the exact same character he played in Deadfall. And if you've ever seen clips of Deadfall, he's wearing a ridiculous Sonny Bono wig and a giant bushy mustache and acting the fuck out of crazy shit. Now, his character dies in Deadfall, so it's really strange that he's playing the same character here. Same name, same look, same mannerisms, everything. Hmm. He just resurrected that character somehow and is playing that man again 25 years later. It's as hilariously sad as you think it might be. But he's really only in the movie for about 20 minutes, and it's not enough Mm. to save it. Mm. So there's that. Uh, I watched this movie on Netflix called Black Butterfly, which stars Antonio Banderas. Uh, It's another one of his. It's supposed to be America, but this is actually filmed in Italy. So everything looks really weird, but everyone's pretending it's America. So whatever. Uh, He's like this screenwriter who gets kidnapped and has to go through misery type hell to do stuff. It's not bad. It's a pretty good, well-acted little thriller. You just have to ignore the last minute of the movie. The last minute of the movie (laughs) can fucking die in a fire. Literally the final minute. Just pretend like the last minute doesn't happen and you'll be fine. And then the last thing I watched was uh, Office Christmas Party, which is one of the most generic ass comedies I think I've seen to where... It's supposed to be this raunchy, like, oh, no holds barred. Everything's filthy. But it's like, I can see my grandmother watching this and just be like, oh, that's what I expected to happen. That's so funny. Hmm. It's man. What the hell? I've never seen so many like funny people struggle with like this mediocre material and try to make something out of it. And it's just like, okay, movie, get funny. And it never does. It just happens. Things happen. And it's one of those line read movies where you know just every scene was just okay now say this okay now come up with something on your own okay now and it's just cobbled together bullshit so yeah i i watched that too and i did i even ever talk about it i think you did okay yeah i i think the weirdest thing about that movie is they made it look better than it needed to yeah it looks really good like it's it's filmed really well it's slick and and it's strange yeah why because it's filmed in I almost want to say diehard vision. Like everything's super shiny and like yeah. there's like Newton flares and everything. Yeah, it's weird. And it, it looks it's, real good. It's weird. Like I don't know why they filmed it. Like it I, I to me there are just certain templates for how a movie should look depending on the the genre of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it feels like an action movie that happens to be a comedy. Kind of like Project X. Like yeah. maybe they're going for that. They were like if we make it look like Project X, you know, like not the Matthew Project one. No, I know. <laughs> but I, I Oh, know. we know. Anyway. Yeah. It's just it's just strange, like mm-hmm. why they filmed it that way. But. Yeah. Anywho. But yeah, that that movie, I just sat there and stared at it. It was one of those. And that's movies. one of those too with like this giant cast and like it came and went in a week. Yeah. In the theater, I think and it's because everyone even... walked out of it and said, "Boy, that wasn't funny." Yeah. So I mean, you know, but just putting Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston in a movie just made me think I should watch Horrible Bosses one and two again. Those were fun. That's not a good look for your comedy mm-hmm. when you're just like, man, I should watch that other movie instead. So. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Well, we got a really late start. We did, yeah. So, if, does anybody have anything else? Oh, and real quick, next week, uh, we are doing an episode of No Quarters. Right. In Inst- place of... Exactly. So, next week on the regular feed, if you're looking for a new Bamcast, no. 
look on uh, No Quarters. Right. That's where your Banffcast will be. That's NoQuarters.net. Nope. You look on NoQuarters.net, that's where your No Quarters will be. Well, I mean, it'll be like it'll be like Banffcast, but with video games. Right. But, but not... That's what the show yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Or if you check in the live stream, go to YouTube.com slash NoQuartersNet. Yeah. And you can watch the live stream of us in the same configuration, basically, but talking about video games. If you click the subscribe button and then click the little bell next to it, uh-huh. you will know the exact moment we go live. Oh, you will. Correct. And Chuck's going to paste in a really nice outro right here, courtesy of me. We would appreciate your continued monetary support in the form of Patreon. You know how to do that. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Uh, also, uh, we love your emails and your voicemails, so get them in at bmf at bmfcast.com or 9105-JOCKS-BMF, 9105569263. And check out the website, which is bmfcast.com, where we have uh, all of our posts, all of our podcasts, and links to all of our social crap on the right-hand side. Yeah. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. We'll see you next time, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>